faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. So, greetings, 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 and welcome, Pum Pum Posse. Big up yourselves. This is the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. I am your host, AJ Badass Jones. You can find me streaming on my social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter at the Pum Pum Chronicles pod. You can also follow my personal page, Badass underscore Jones underscore. If you want to get in contact with me, you can do so in one of two ways, either through email at the Pum Pum Chronicles at gmail.com, or you can hit up the call in line, Begono, please. Nothing romantic is a business line business alone people please and thanks that number of course is 320-270-1086 and you can find the podcast streaming on all platforms where podcasts can be found including but not limited to apple itunes uh spotify and google podcasts posse i hope everyone is doing well the weather's starting to get a little bit chilly i feel like the summertime is winding down for those of us who have the four seasons are, are further up in the north I'm going to hope everyone is doing well and taking care of yourselves and all them good things. So today, today, Pasi, we have a special, special, special guest. Uh, We have Samaya, who is the CEO and owner of Sexual Essentials. Greetings, Samaya. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, my absolute pleasure. So tell the people, I I don't want to give everyone like a blurb about who you are. It's always better when the guests, you know, say the things that they want to say about who they are, what they do, the services that you offer and so on. So let everybody know a little bit about you. Absolutely. So my name is Samaya and I own Sexual Essentials and I am a hands-on sexual educator. And so what that means is I teach about all things that make sex essential so not just your performance but your mindset um, your communication and so many problem solving and critical thinking things that we need to confront for amazing sex and the portions that I actually do teach you about performance they are hands-on so I have demonstrations to teach you or I actually have you do something for you to learn about it in a non-invasive and non-intimidating way but an effective way. So for example, I teach a class called Mouth Masterclass. In that class, I ask you to grab a dildo. If you come to that class in person, you're given a dildo, right? And we make sure before you leave that I see you doing it correctly. And it's amazing. It's so much fun. It's like, it's wild, (laughs) yet challenging, yet fun. And it's just more effective because now you're, you know, for sure that you're learning properly compared to me just lecturing and things like that. So I really push the boundaries on sex and I discuss all the things that people are thinking in their head, but don't want to say out loud because they don't want to embarrass their partner. They don't know how to say it. They don't know how to state that they're, they've been faking orgasms. They don't know how to change it around and get amazing sex. So I have no shame. So I do it for them. And it's really amazing. I have almost 200 classes on my Patreon teaching how to do different things. And 
the tribe goes up, okay? Like they are okay. just so eager to learn and the reviews from them are just so amazing. So, yeah. So the most basic and obvious question is how did you get into this line of work? Like, how did you start? Like, do you like wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna teach somebody to suck dick. You know what? I'm gonna teach somebody to eat some pom pom properly. Like how, what made you, like what prompted you to start Sexual Essentials? Got you. So I've always been a sexual person um i honestly prefer sensual i'm more of a sensual person than sexual um but i've never had any shame i always speak my mind and i always talk about things and honestly it's just so many people are sexually unsatisfied and you see all this these pictures on the internet of these couples looking amazing but when you sit down and you talk with them behind closed doors the girl is faking orgasms the guy is not really fulfilled and so you know, all these different things and we don't have anywhere to bridge the gap. And then the final straw was just, I had a child and I realized how many women are there that had their titty sag and had stretch marks and might've had to get their poom poom sold up mm-hmm. because of delivery. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even catch an orgasm during, you know, make conceiving that child. Yes. They did all of this, their entire life changed. And it's not even for sure if they had an orgasm. All these women that have all these kids and yet they're in my classes saying they never had an orgasm. It's just not fair. And so I was just like, I'll start discussing this. And I I started off with a blog, but I was like, this blog really doesn't help if I'm not teaching. And I was like, well, I'm not about to lecture about this stuff. If we're going to do it, how are they going to know for sure that they learned what needed to be learned? They need to either see me doing it and demonstrating it or they need to be doing it not just me standing up there with a piece of paper reading off top 10 sex tips like yes. you know and really putting some knowledge behind that learning not just oh these are some tips to do this well you're not going to understand a tip if you don't understand the concept or understand how the body works before I teach you what to do it's just about being thorough Absolutely. and I just that's the energy I brought to it and it just makes me so happy regardless of what happened Um, whether it was beneficial or not. I just knew I needed to get that off my chest. But as soon as I started getting it off my chest, everybody was with it and we've been up ever since. So So you mentioned briefly that you you have a child. We're not going to get into like, you know, all of that sort of stuff. But um, how does your partner receive that this is your um this is your livelihood this is your business was it weird at first or at any point in time you're like <laughs> babe you're going outside and like teaching people how to you know what I mean like was there ever an awkward <laughs> moment between the two of you um well the thing is that I'm not with the same partner that I was with when I started this business okay so um my ex-husband is clearly now my ex-husband and um he just was honest and just was like I just this is not the life that I want yes but it had nothing to do with me doing this business. We were not, um, I don't think it would have worked regardless because at the end of the day, I'm a live out loud person, whether I was teaching sex or whether it's adventures or traveling and just, we were not the optimal partner for each other. We did not choose the wrong partner. It just was the wrong match, you know? Absolutely. Um, because now we're still great friends and he's much more supportive of my business now because he only has to be my friend and that's where he should have been. Um, We still are family with our child. We hang out all the time. Um, It's amazing. And him and my current partner are great friends. So um, my current partner is a better fit for all things me, including sexual essentials. Um, 
And so I love that. Um, but I'm also polyamorous. So the he's just much more receptive of the way that I love, which is mm-hmm. in love freely. Yeah. I, I love freely. It doesn't yes. matter if it's man, woman, one partner, two, yes. date couples, all these different types of things. And my heart is just I just have a I have a village type of love. I believe in just collectively doing it together. Um, and so it's just, it's been nice to just be myself and have somebody that's not trying to change, change me, but that, that it took a lot to get to that point. Yeah. It took a lot to get to that point. And people are wondering like, Oh, how'd you get this? How'd you get that? I had to go to the, go through the fire yes. and really be myself at all times, pick myself at all times. Yes. Otherwise you're going to attract a partner that was attracted to something that you weren't, you weren't even picking yourself at, you know, yes. at that time. So, Absolutely. um, it's, it's been amazing. And I'm just so proud of myself for picking me, you know? Yeah. I, uh, like for myself, I have, uh, adult children and, you know, I am now, um, more so branching out into the world of, you know, like sex and, and not that I always wasn't, but you know, sometimes you have to be so more mindful. Royal oats, girl. So right. them royal. That's all I hear. So royal. Yes. But, and the thing <laughs> is the, the person that I'm talking to now, like he's probably the first person I've encountered that is so widely supportive, like of my OnlyFans, of the sexual content that I put out. Um, I'm currently studying to do like the master sexpert portion. Like, and he just, you know, it's like whatever makes you happy, the way in which you love, the way that you are who you are. It's important to have somebody that truly supports that and, and embraces you and isn't trying to like change you. Or like you say, they fall in love with the fact that you're so sexually explicit and so sexually open, but they don't want you to be that way with anybody else. Or they love the fact that you're so freely um, outspoken, but they don't want you to talk about like sex, particularly with like a guy or a girl, or they don't want you to step outside your circle. So kudos to Uno, big up yourself, you and your partner, your loved ones. Um, I think that's absolutely absolutely dope, and the fact that your your ex husband as well now supports you and and uh, has a better understanding of who you are and embraces that. I think that's a beautiful thing as well. Um, I wanted to ask, if, as far as couples go, the couples that you work with, what? Okay, so outside of, of of female orgasm, what are some of the other biggest challenges that couples face that that you've had to help them tackle? Well, communication is the biggest one. I think that a lot of people think because the name of my business has the word sex in it that I'm not talking about everything, but the name of the business is Sexual Essentials. So it is whatever you need to discuss. And honestly, couples, our intimacy is not strong. Mm. We were so intimate in the beginning because we're getting to know each other and it's so new. But after you throw responsibility in there, after you throw um, time in there and comfortableness you know that that energy those butterflies and all those things they kind of disappear a little bit because it's not as exciting and that's okay and so I help couples figure out how to maintain that intimacy how to work on that intimacy and how to discuss when one of them is not satisfied without pointing the blame at the Mm. end of the day how you feel is not because you want to feel that way it's just what you feel yes and so learning how to talk to our partner and say, you know, I'm just not feeling very desired by you right now. Like I low key want to go to the gas station just to get hit on. Like, you know, it's it's about being honest. Like I just, I want to, I want to feel that like, Hey, it it made me kind of jealous that you were so smiley with the girl at that that bar. And then I kind of felt like I hadn't seen that smile from you in days. Like da, 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 da. And, and, And understanding how we feel. 
most of the times what you feel, like if you feel jealous of your partner talking to someone else, it's most likely because you wanted that energy too. Yes. So you yes. feel like they're getting more than what you're getting. It's not that you really care that they were talking to them. It's because your cup isn't full that you feel like, dang, you pouring into their cup instead of pouring into mine. Absolutely. But if, but if your cup was full, you might not have a problem with a lot of things. True. You know? True. It's just... You want what you want and you feel like, oh, well, now I got to share it or, you know, stuff like that. And learning how to communicate, learning how to say sexually, our chemistry is, you know, not the best, that this is even not the best sex I've ever had or, you know, understanding how you feel. That's another thing that I help couples with. It's very difficult to process how we feel. And sometimes people get scared that their current partner is not the best sex they've ever had. And that's okay. It is okay that your current partner is not the best sex you ever had. Like things like that. You have couples that have been together for years and the woman is trying to get up the courage to say, Hey, I've never had an orgasm with you. I've been faking it the entire time. Like that must be Lord. (laughs) I help couples be honest, be true and communicate it without it bothering your other partner or learn having the tools to work through it. Understanding what it means and teaching them how to truly create the sex life that they want in all things. Learning new things to try. Think about it. Sometimes couples are great, but they're like, we're bored. Like, we're both bored. Yeah, Should we just have a threesome? Yeah, and it's like, that is not my first. Yeah, that's yeah. not my first suggestion to you to just have a threesome. Yeah. Like, no. To, to spark it. Put the fire back you know, in the relationship. I mean, threesomes are great, but yes. I help couples... Just in all ways, throw out new ideas, throw out new ways to communicate, you know, all these mm-hmm. types of things. So, yeah. But they, they have to get to a healthy place of understanding one another before they throw another person into the mix and into the dynamic. Like you said, I think people think their go-to should be like, oh, let's spice it up by adding another person. Okay, mm-hmm. but when that other person is no longer part of the equation, then what? You go back yeah. to the complacency. You go yeah. back to the boredom. What you need to fix is what's wrong in the relationship first. Once you've got that going and and and, and uh, working in a healthy type of way, then if you want to add another person to the mix, you know, as a play partner, then, you know, maybe at that point in time. But if you're not connecting, throwing somebody else into the mix to try to be the glue to fix that relationship, it's it not be yeah. And a lot of people don't think they're doing that. And so that's why it's important to have deeper conversations. So, because you can't take things back. So it's just better to really give it the time. Like, don't be so quick, you know, don't be so yes. quick to throw the relationship away. Don't be so quick to say, oh, this sucks. Like, Right. It just, everything just needs a little work. That's it. And yeah. and that that is okay. <laughs> so with your couple sex therapy, who initi- who who initiates the discussions more do you find? The the man in the relationship? Do, I don't do therapy. Um therapy technically. I do, I oh, do okay. not. Not at all. So I am an empath, so emotionally I just yes. cannot handle everybody mm-hmm. else's issues and I also don't have the time. Yes. Due to the the size of my platform and I don't like overcharging people. Yes. Um because if I if it's only one me, like right now, I'm almost at 200,000 followers on Instagram. Yes. If there's only one me, that means that my time is worth a lot. And yes. I don't want to charge couples $500 because also it's a lot of them. If, yes. if I charge, think about it. If a session is $100, I would have to work like a slave to make decent money because yes. there's only one me. Yes. So I opted for Patreon. So yes. Patreon is my subscription service. And mm-hmm. you can, if if you see, a, if you don't see a topic on there that you want to discuss, you just tell me. And then and you can. I, 
Yes, and I cover it. We also do like live events on there about different things. So sometimes we are interacting live, except it's just not one-on-one, you know? There's a level of privacy, so you can log into our live sessions and join the conversation. You can watch the conversation with your camera off if you prefer, or you can watch the workshops, classes, or guest teacher that I brought in to cover that topic. And it's only $15 a month. So you get access to almost 200 workshops, classes, orgasmic demonstrations, conversations, and everything is recorded and uploaded for you to use whenever you want. So I felt that it was... It was better because I've also realized you will hate your job if you can't get paid. Absolutely. If I was working all day, think about it. If I if I booked twelve sessions today, right? Mm-hmm. I would and at a hundred dollars, I would only make twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. How is that fair to me after yes. all that exhaustion and all that work? You know what I mean? But at the same time, if I know how much I want to make, I don't want to charge couples five hundred dollars a session. Like, right. you know. So it right. was like this is better. The work is there. They're still getting it. It's set, you know what I mean? And, and they it's can not draining for you. It's not draining. And they're for saving you. more money and, yes. and it introduces them to new things. So if I introduce a new thing like, hey, try this, if they want to learn more, now they have a basis and they can go out and use that other four hundred some dollars they would have paid me to actually go work on that thing or find a specialist or something like that. The whole goal is to to be fair. Yes. I, I hate that we have to charge for this, but I have to work. My child got to eat. Absolutely. And at the same time, sexual education should not be stupid expensive, you know? True. So that Patreon has been my lifesaver for getting how I feel out there without overcharging people. And for me not feeling, you know, like you're being like I'm overworked. Under- yeah. Yes, like I'm being overworked and, and exhausted Absolutely. as well. So now I can always do my best, you know? So yeah. That's pretty much how people approach me. And it's a lot of guys out there, too, that want to know, hey, that's what I to do you have classes you. on there for yeah. men? Absolutely. We got pussy eating classes. And that's the thing. The classes are about body parts. It's yes. not like, oh, pussy eating is for the men. No, it's plenty of women that eat pussy. They watching the class, too. Like, right. so the cl- there are so many classes on there. And the best way to learn about women is to watch what they're learning about themselves, too. There Absolutely. is no... Oh, this is just a woman's class. No, I teach about female ejaculation. That's just not for women to learn. That's about you to learn too. So you can understand what's going on, you know? Absolutely. All types of classes on there for men and women. That really doesn't matter. Okay. So for where you started, uh, I I believe that you said that your business has, you've been in business for three years with Sexual Essentials. Okay. So from where you started to where you are now, how has social media impacted you both positively and negatively? Oh, social media. <laughs> no, I know. Because social, social media is a great place, is, but it's also. Oh, it's yeah. such a difficult place because everybody is trying to censor me. Yes. And um, I've just been being myself from the jump. So even having the name Sexual Essentials, take I can't advertise. I can't. Yeah. Um, run ads on social media, none of that. And so my following has been grown organically from the jump. Never bought followers, never did ads. This is all word of mouth. But I do enjoy the fact that I can put out some tidbits to make people feel a way. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, Like the sexual position. Yeah. Yes. And it provokes people like, oh, shit. Yeah. It it challenges them and it ignites a feeling and... Mm -hmm. 
I get to reach more people than if I was going door to door, selling yes. coochie door to door. Okay. I, I, did, I reach more people <laughs> through social media. So, right. um, and then of course, as of late, um, I went viral and it was, yes. it was so many mixed feelings because really? it was like, I've taught that class that I taught on 85 South. Yes. Countless times, right. countless times from the right. jump, right. countless times and ask people, Hey, can I, can I interview with you? This is what I'm going to talk about. Right. And getting so many no's. And then because of the another interview. Just I mean, maybe I didn't have the clout or whatever. Right. And, right. and mind you, even before going viral, I had over a hundred thousand followers. Right. I'm still being told no. But now I went viral. I'm getting yeses from people mm-hmm. that that told me no. Like, right. and, and like stuff hey. like that. And it and it, yeah. it could really make you feel, you know, a certain Some way, like way. at the For heart. Sure. But at the end of the day, um, I'm glad the word is getting out there and I just hope people realize like, damn, I counted this topic out and yet everybody loved it. So I yeah. hope that they're seeing that you can, you could talk about and push the boundaries the way I did and, yes. and still, you know, be your brand. And so social media has definitely been a roller coaster. The comments yeah. sometimes are mean and evil. Oh, if she needs that, that just means she got bad pussy and well, is she single and da, da, da. like all these things? But guess what? People only see a, a, a bit vision, and yeah. and you just kind of gotta say forget it because at the end of the day, don't none of that stuff pay my bills, you know. Sure. So, sure. um, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. And I just I'm grateful, you know. Yeah. Just but social media is difficult, and also everybody has assumptions on social media. Like Ooh. they they Girl, DM you and they're things. like I. They're just like, I messaged you. You didn't respond back. Well, you messaged me 24 hours ago. It's almost 200,000 people following me. It's only me. I'm answering you directly. Can you give me a sec? Like, I love you. You know, <laughs> like, like, it's just like, you. what? And, and then people be like, I, I messaged you. You didn't respond back. Well, I, I wasn't holding my phone the whole time. Like, I have a child. Mm-hmm. Like, give mm-hmm. me a second. Like, mm-hmm. and mind you, all free. Me responding. Right. De- all free. All time. You right. know? And so sometimes that can be difficult to deal with because people assume and talk to you crazy. Like yeah. people DM me and be like, hey, I need help with this. And I'll be like, hello. Right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> hello. You know, just, just start properly. there. Right. You know? Right. And it's it's just, it's a process. So I take my time off all right. the time, social media. So <laughs> I, I like people feel like because this is your profession, this is what you want to sit down and talk about 24 hours a day. Like you don't have a life. Like you don't need to eat. Like you don't need to sleep. Like you don't need to mind your picnic. Like you don't have a life of your own. But like this feel is like my it- only business or like right. this is the only part of my business. Instagram is not everything. I have a website to run. I have real yeah. estate. Like I have events. Like yeah. what do you mean? Like everybody yeah. got to just relax. Everybody has so many expectations. And I'm like, this is why. Your, your, your relationship got issues down because you have expectations versus talking to people or even yeah. giving them yes. a little bit of time. Like, yes. or how about just like, I emailed you. I, yeah. I emailed you. I didn't get a response. It's been 48 hours. Give me a second. Like, <laughs> what if I only check emails on three days a week, every other right. day? Like, you never know. And yeah, it's just people never think about things from both sides. And I think even relationships would be better if we thought about things from both sides versus they didn't do this to me and they didn't do that to me. And they didn't, why is it so much blame? Like, let's just be cool. Like, let's just, (laughs) I'm glad that you said that though, because I mean, I think that definitely, um, people are so used to having access to you. So even if it is like you, you post something, 
and then they message you. They're like, well, I just saw you on, yes. you were just online. You just posted something. How do you, how come you didn't respond to yeah. me? I don't, I, I posted have this... and I got off. <laughs> girl, girl, <laughs> can you let them know? Like, I'm not sitting down waiting for the comments. Like, Regin, I posted it. No, I'm and I'm not reading all the right. comments. I, I can't read all the comments on everybody's stuff. On my stuff, I generally do because my followers are super yes. sweet. My yes. followers are super sweet, but because my content gets passed around, sometimes yes. people messaging me don't even follow me. They just right. saw me and was like, let me ask her a question. And so they're much more rude, you and know? Aggressive, and aggressive, yes. Yes, and, and aggressive. And even through this, this is one of the key things that I teach even in sex. I voice that, I say, hey, you can you can say hello, I'm a person. And 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 practicing that yes. makes it easier, easier for me to practice it in my sex life. Yes. If someone is, if I'm interacting with somebody and they're moving too fast for me, or hey, I wasn't done, right. you know, or hey, uh, can we grab a toy? Like maybe your mouth got to, like I'm going to speak up for myself. And Absolutely. Having boundaries in life and letting people know how something may make you feel. You have to practice it not only in the bedroom, but outside of it, in business and everywhere. Otherwise, it's not just going to show up in the bedroom, not magically. You have to actually do it in your life, period. And so, and not taking offense, you know, Mm -hmm. not take, I don't get offended when they message me and they don't say hello at all. Just like, I don't take offense if somebody was like, hey, can you actually do it this way? Like, Right. We have to work on ourselves. Right, absolutely. In all avenues of life, if you want it to reflect in your sex life. Absolutely. Truly. For real, for real. So I know for me, and my following is not nearly as massive as yours, but I get the, the dick pics, the dick uh, videos, oh. the dick the dick tributes, the hey, what do you think about <laughs> this? The do you, you know, do you think I'm too, like, right? Oh I, my God. I, I'm so tired of people DMing <laughs> me their, their penis to ask if I think it's too big or too small. I don't know and I don't care. Put that ashy thing away. You know what's so oh funny? So I've run I've run a couple of contests on social media like the Dick Olympics and, and have said to people, if you want to submit your dick picture to be graded by a group of women, let me know. And so people will submit them and what have you. I let people know, like, I'm not keeping them personally because really and truly, I'm not one of the judges. I'm not interested. I compile the pictures. I have a group of 12 women, send it to the ladies, get their ratings. I tell them what they're ranking it, whether it's length, girth, ashiness, the background. Because, like, one man sent a picture while he was sitting on the toilet. The women are like, Regin, for real? Like, how are you on the toilet sending a picture of your penis, sir? A next man had, uh, uh, what is it, newspaper underneath his feet? I guess he was going to masturbate and maybe, like, I don't know. But, you know a what quick I mean? clean up like a puppy? Okay. Yeah. People just do different things. So... It's one thing when, you, when you're when you promoting something and people are submitting it versus when people are just sending you random shit like, oh, I was thinking about you and this is the picture. I'm like, no, you shouldn't be thinking about me. I know on your recent live, you're like, after you went viral, you said your, DM, your DMs were flooded with people sending you pictures. Yeah. I know you don't respond to them, but if you were to respond to somebody, like especially when they're super inappropriate, what would you say? Well, I do respond to some people and then I block them because I want to know, I want to see you read my message yes. and then I block you. Come tell uh, me the response. What is that to them? Come to my answer to them. Honestly, I just tell the truth. Like, hey, this is violating me. Do you realize mm-hmm. how many women have been trafficked lately? Do you realize how unsafe women are that women have been being stalked and you're sending me a picture without even asking me if it was okay and yes. it doesn't look good? Damn. I'm sorry. I'm so- the Damn. What? 
Yeah. You know, I let people know, you know, hey, this is trash and this is not cool. <laughs> like, it, it, I, I just speak my mind and tell them. And then sometimes I got them smart remarks. Don't catch me on a petty day. And they be like, oh, you like that? I be like, no, I like blocking people. That's what I like. Damn. Boom. I make sure, and then I watch it say sing yes. and then I block. And then you block them. Because <laughs> that last sizzle in this. Oh, spirit. But look here. Look here. Lately, over the summer, what I was doing, I screenshot it and then I tagged them. And a lot of people ended up having to deactivate their page Shut and things up. like that. Yes. Like there were people with blue check marks that were doing it. You're the motherfucking and I'm like, truth. I'm like, I could see truth. your girlfriend on your page. You know, like one guy, he was a foot, like he was a football player and I screenshotted it and I posted it and not just because yes. for clout, but because I posted everybody else, that blue check mark don't change nothing. Exactly. It doesn't you are disrespecting you're me. Yep. You're disrespecting me, which means that you think that this was going to work. Plus you're disrespecting the girl that's in your DMs. I never support that stuff. Never. And I'm polyamorous. I, I love loving multiple people yes. uh, with their consent. So you posting this engagement picture and at the same time you DMing me some nasty stuff. Not only are you not even talking to me respectfully, you just like, yeah, girl, da, 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 da. And then when I post it, oh, my bad, I really didn't mean it. So you didn't no, mean you to did. pull your dick out and take a you picture. Did. You, you did. did. And I'm calling you on it and you're not used to having to handle it. Like, it's just so trash. Yes. Like. Yep. It's so trash. And and that's why women are uncomfortable with the DMs. Yes. Like even when I get a DM and I respond, like they be like, hi. I know that you're gonna do something perverted or creepy or weird if you message me one word. Absolutely. Because now you're wasting my time with one message. You could say, hello, hey, I had a question. Is that okay? Or, hey, right. I was wondering, I needed advice about something. How do I go about that? Like people just assume, you know, and yes. usually it's the creeps. Yes. It's the crease. When they just say hi, they wait to see if they get a response and then they boom, shoot you a dick pic, which is why I don't Absolutely. respond to them. I tell people I don't respond to those messages because the odds are it's a creep. You're going to send me some bullshit. Absolutely. And it's funny, something that you just said, which is really poignant. I had made a post on my page saying that if you're polyamorous and you're the only one that knows, you're a cheater. You're not actually poly. If you were poly, I'm going to have to take people... that. I'm, gonna take yeah. that. I'm about to go take that off your page. <laughs> if you're polyamorous and you're the only one that knows, you're a cheater, sweetie. Because if, if you're polyamorous, everybody that you're engaging with should mm-hmm. have... Should know. Exactly. Yes, there should be informed yes. consent so they know what they're engaging with you. When you're running around behind people's back, you're like, oh, it's because I know if, if you're poly, then you should be open with it. And everybody that you're engaging with should have the same choice that you have. You shouldn't be making choices on behalf of anybody about what mm-hmm. you think they want to engage in or not. Just absolutely. A lot of people don't even know what it means. They they want to say polyamorous to get what they want, but they don't want absolutely. their partner to do the same thing. Which that's not even wrong, but the point is you have to tell that person that you don't want them to do. It. If you can't even do it or you're hiding or sneaking it or you're cheating. Not saying all the information so you to for you to get what you want out of the situation, yes. you're misleading and yeah. It's not cool. So just quickly for everyone, because some, like you said, some people know the definition and some people don't. There's a difference between being polyamorous and being in a polygamy, polygamous relationship. Yes. Right? Okay. So, so being polyamorous is, is what? Well, let's start with polygamy. Polygamy yes. is where the guy has yes. multiple women. Yes. Right. Polyamory is where, and it doesn't even mean that you have multiple people. It's different from lifestyle or yes. swinging. It's yes. different than that. Polyamory, and also everybody poly is different, yes. right? 
So ultimately it means that you're open to having more than one relationship, not just relations yes. with multiple people. Yes. Okay. Um, having, even having multiple relations with people could, can be considered polyamorous. Um, but ultimately it's usually more than one type of relationship for some people that may mean with both, um, both types of both genders. Um, for some people it may be, you know, for me, I am a main partner type of polyamorous woman. So I usually have one main partner yes. that I consider for my very first partner, which means this is the person I want to live with. This is the yes. person like, you know, I am not a, um, I, everybody can't be at that <laughs> level for me. I don't have the time or the, the energy, but I like having a main partner. And then I have like boyfriends or girlfriends yes. underneath that, which means that like, do I see them every day? Absolutely not. Some of them I may only travel to go see. Right. Um, you know, or, you know, we we have a schedule that works for us. Or either yeah. maybe they both, ha they have a main partner. So it's just easier. You know, they're a smaller piece of the pie as far as like time. Yes. But, you know, you, you still interact. Sometimes it's sexual, sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. But, you know, polyamory is great if you're just naturally that way. I've never been monogamous. I've always had difficulty being monogamous because it wasn't natural to me. Yes. It just didn't feel right. It felt like I was doing something wrong when I was trying to be monogamous. Like, yes. yeah, I felt very judged. Like, no, you can't do that. I, I, I did not. I, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> even if I don't have other partners, yes. even if I don't have other partners, I'm not okay with being told, no, you can't because right. I never know where my heart is going to go. Right. And I don't want to ever feel like I'm disrespecting somebody for doing something that feels natural to me. Yes. You know, you want the freedom to choose for yourself. Yes. I want the freedom to choose and okay. how I feel today may be different than next year and sure. you know, whatever. So, okay. Yeah. So let's get into what I like to call the orgasmic truth. So on your social media, Miss Mom, you had <laughs> mentioned that you had, I believe it was up to 28 orgasms in a session. I've had higher than that. I've had okay. higher than that. I had 36. Did I have, was it 36 that day? Or was it six? I get lost. But the easiest way for me to keep track yes. of my high numbers is my age. Because on my birthday, I always give myself that number of yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I know some people were stunned. Um, I did a, a live recently on my two-year anniversary where I was saying that I got up to 26 and then I stopped counting after that. And people were like, what? Like, how did you not pass out? Was he okay? Like, how did he not die? Like, you know, all the questions. But people are generally stunned. So my thing is I say to people is like, once the woman's body warms up and once you find that spot, it's just kind of like a tap turns on and it doesn't really turn off if yeah. you keep paying attention to it and, and doing, you know, kind of all the things that you you know you, you should do. So tell us about the gifts that you give yourself on your birthday of the, the plethora and multiple orgasmic experiences. How, how do you get yourself to that point and how do you keep going? Like, how do they just keep knocking out one after the other? Well, honestly- Wait, 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 sorry, hold on, sorry. And second yeah. part to that? Are they are they internal or external? So are they like the shuddering type of orgasms or are, are, are they squirting or orgasms? Or is it a combination? So there's a there's a combination, right? So usually they're all clitoral orgasms. And sometimes they advance to vaginal, sometimes they advance to full body, but at the end of the day, it's from a clitoral stimulation, right? Okay. 
So sometimes when I have an orgasm, I ejaculate. That's what squirting is. Squirting yes. is not an orgasm. So okay. um, sometimes I have an orgasm and I visibly ejaculate and it may be squirting, but sometimes it's creaming, you know? Right. Sometimes it seems like nothing at all, just the regular wetness. Right. Um, but stamina is pretty much the first part. If you can't make it past one orgasm, you'll never get to the the 20 plus whatever. Right. Um, and then a lot of times people don't believe it because they also have never had an orgasm. True. So um, you have to like perfect things on the small level. And a lot of times people are trying to skip that and they don't realize the importance of doing something over and over again before moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, having a... I know my body. Yes. I know when I'm masturbating and I'm going to come or if I'm not. Because sometimes I've masturbated and it's just like, oh my gosh, why is it taking forever? I've done this a thousand times. Why is this? Come on now. Wake up, honey. Like, and, and, but I know when it's delayed, you know, I know when my orgasm is delayed. I also know how much time to give myself, you know, like you just have to know your body. It's like your kid. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, when your kid is hungry, you know, when right. they're going to go to sleep or, you know, like, mm, I can see they, they're going to try me today. Like <laughs> right. things have characteristics and your body has characteristics of things Absolutely. that it does. And you have to get used. You got to know what orgasms feel like. If you only masturbate the same way, every time, the same toy, every time, the same position, every time, how are you going to know what your body is doing? Because you haven't tried anything else. Absolutely. You know? So for me, I know when to change up the stimulation, you know, like I could tell like, mm, I'm in that feeling now. I could see that I've kind of plateaued out, you know, yes. things like that. And mind you again, stamina. So you have to get used to multiple orgasms. They don't just go up to 28. You got to start with two, right. three, and, <laughs> right. you know what we're I mean? And you out. have to do it often. You have to have some consistency, a schedule for masturbating. You can't only do this once a month and think it's going to happen every time. Like mm. their orgasms are muscle memory. Yes. You know, yes. and so the more you do it, the easier it'll be, and the you'll be used to it. You know, it's just like going to the gym; it has a setup, or listening to a podcast. They have different segments. You know yes. the order. Yes. When I listen to Breakfast Club in the morning, I know that I'm gonna hear the news, then I'm gonna hear the rumors, then I'm gonna hear a guest, then I'm gonna hear the yes. rumors again. I'm gonna hear Donkey of the Day. It's the same thing every time, and right. your body has a routine as well that you'll start getting used to. To let you know, oh, we're going in this way or we're going in this way. Yes. You know, but it's it's doing it. You have to do it to know what your system is of your body, you know? Yeah. And so after you know what your body is saying when it does something, you know whether to go right or whether to go left, you know? Yes. And you have to be comfortable trying things even if they don't end in orgasm. You know, how do you, how do you help people take the shame out of masturbating? Cause I think one of the issues too, is that some people get into their head about masturbation and maybe they don't mm-hmm. want to do this frequently because they think that it's deviant or someone has shamed yeah. them into thinking that, you know, Oh, if you touch yourself or play with yourself, there's something wrong with you. Like, Oh, you can't get a man. You can't get a woman. Why are you playing with yourself? Like you might, you just, you know, go be with somebody instead of taking, like, how do you help people take the shame for themselves out of masturbation? Well, being myself, talking about it, you know, the truth, I I, I talk with the truth. So first of all, I always come with the truth, right? And sometimes people know that I'm right, but yet they still can't change it in their mind. Like they still feel that way. And I understand that. 
Then I get into the benefits of how this can be used for yourself, what it does. And then I talk about how you can use masturbation even in your relationship to make things better. Mm. And then also we end that with what is your truth and how do you feel and letting you know that, hey, if you can't be yourself around this person or you have to hide it from them, that is a sign that there may be a problem and you need to decide, is that a big deal for you? or not you know you have to decide that but at the end of the day the only person who could do the work or do the changes is you so I never tell people I can change your mind I'm going to give you the information and you're going to decide if you want to make a change right here and right now or at least start the actions to say you know what I'm gonna start doing this more because da 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 it's up to you to do the work all I can do is present the information the know-how and everything but people are always like how do I do this well first of all to do anything you just do it What's going to make you feel encouraged enough, inspired enough to want to change and knowledge, truth, realizations and, and, and the how to, yes, those, if that's not enough, then you don't really want to change. You're scared and you want Mm. me to take that fear away. I can't Mm. do that. Mm. I can't do that. That's not Mm. something I commit to doing. You Mm. have to choose to do it. God damn. And so I'm never trying to change people. Okay. But, but but it's about sexual essentials. At the end of the day, we need to get to the nitty gritty. Why do you not like masturbating? Is it because most of us have been shamed when you walk in on your kid? I watch myself even now. I don't care if my my kid's four, but I wouldn't care one day when he start masturbating. I'm gonna be like, hey, you should use this toy, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> like if I had a daughter, I would give her a toy. When she started her period, instead of just talking about birth control, give her a toy. Absolutely. Maybe she won't fuck around all crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, when I see him even playing with his little stuff now, I make sure I watch my face. Yes. I make sure I don't. What are you doing? Like, I don't right. do that because it will always make him think, oh, I did something bad. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I had to tell a partner before he walked in and I was masturbating. I had the door closed. I didn't lock it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You come in. You could join. Take a seat. I don't give a damn. But right. but you, he walked in and was like, what are you doing? Like, and he looked taken back. And I said, well, that just made me feel very uncomfortable. Like, yeah. is there something wrong with what I'm doing? Are you, were you just not expecting it? I said, but at the end of the day. Don't don't do that. Don't yeah, do that to me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Or knock when you when you knock when you walk in the door. Absolutely. But you have to if you don't confront these things, they're always going to make you feel that way. You're always going to shy away from them. I am teaching people to live out loud and I'm holding you accountable. Somebody did something that made you feel uncomfortable. Did you say something? Yep. You know? Yep. And if it was your parents, then be honest. Like are your parents even having a good sex life before you they you know, like everybody's, everybody's like, don't masturbate. And then the right. same people aren't having good sex with their partner. Well, guess what? Maybe if you threw a toy in there and added some clitoral stimulation, maybe it would go ahead and help that vaginal orgasm that you're trying to have. But Damn. you just see it as, oh, you don't like this. You also may not like this because you ain't never felt what it felt like. Because if you felt what I felt, baby, you would not have an issue. Well, I just, you know, that, that question about parents and sex, you... I don't know if your parents are like my parents or like West Indian parents or like Caribbean parents. There's certain conversation you can't have with them. No time in our and, life. And it's none of their business. Yeah. And it's also none of their business. So a lot of times we have to realize that whatever our parents thought or whatever worked for them, yes. that is your life. Absolutely. And it has, has nothing to do with me. That's another thing. You have to yeah. watch who you're getting advice from, who you're listening Absolutely. to. And I, a lot of people are not giving you the truth. They're not holding you accountable. They're mm-hmm. they're selling you this dream that if you interact with them, it'll change your sex life. There is not one thing that I can do to change your sex life. Yep. All I can do is give you the tools and you yep. have to figure out when do you want to pick one up. 
and use it. You know? Yeah. I don't I don't sell dreams, you know? No, for sure. And I was thinking too, like with me, you know, growing up in Jamaica and having, you know, Jamaican parents and that kind of stuff, there's decidedly conversations that you can't have with like a lot of West Indian parents. And I knew for me with certainty, I knew for for sure I wanted to have children and I also knew what kind of parent I wanted to be. I didn't want to be like my mom. I didn't want to be the parent that didn't have conversations with their kids because at 19, when you're coming to me and saying, oh, you know, if you, if you're having sex, you should use condoms. Uh, you should have told me that four years ago when I was 14, <laughs> mother, you know what I mean? So like with my daughter and with my son, I have those conversations very freely and openly. I've gone toy shopping with my daughter. She's asked me questions about, you know, what types of toys she should use. And, and, you know, like I'll, I'll steer her in, in the best ways that I can. And the same with my son, you know, I, I tell this story about when they found my dildos between my mattresses, you know what I mean? Instead of being mad at or embarrassed, I was like, you know, just when you guys, like when you're done, put it back. You know, or when they found like my porn magazines, when they used to make porn magazines, I don't even know if they make porn magazines. <laughs> and I, said, like, I asked him like, you know, did you move the magazines? And he looked like fearful. And I was like, you don't have to be scared. Like if you like them and you're looking at them, you know, because you're, you're going to touch yourself, just put them back when you're done. End of conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. Because when you shame them, they're not going to come talk to you about. They're the not going to come talk to you about anything. And then they're going to sneak anything. around, and that's when you know the, then things happen because now they're getting misinformation from people who don't know shit. Absolutely. Instead of being able to come to you and talk to you about the things that they should be able to come to you and talk to you about. Well, I feel like, and well, that's one of the reasons I love my masturbation and squirting class because it's a great beginner class, and so many moms have told me that they bought the class and they watched it with their daughters. To teach them how their how their orgasm works first yes. before bounce because even me when I first excuse me started having sex I was looking for that thing they were showing in the movies that that big finish that yes. you know and so I'm like oh, okay I want to have sex with a guy so I can do that too and yeah, yeah. in my head I'm like who gonna tell her now that I'm an adult I'm like who gonna, who gonna tell her that ain't even how I work you know. <laughs> So it's so true. So that that's a great beginner class, but also a lot of people are only telling you what they've done because they're like, well, this is how it's always been done. Yes, you know. Yes, and and the thing is, is that they want. I don't get this thing wanting you to struggle the way that I struggle thing because. I used, my mom used to tell me like, don't do this and don't do that and da, 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 da. But then when I started this business, the things that she even told me about even her own sex life, I was like, yeah, you didn't want me to do this. Like, right. your situation ain't necessarily no better. Like, you're right. not even sure if you're satisfied sexually. You're not sure what to do either. But yet people are so quick to tell you to live in a box. Yeah. But you want me to live in a box because you're living in it. But the truth is you're jealous of what I'm doing outside the Absolutely. box. You wish that you could do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is space for us all. And I believe that people undermine generational curses when it comes to sex. Say that Gener- again, like generate gen- uh, gener- sex is a generational curse. Okay. Exactly. We talk about finances. We talk about broken homes. We talk about all these things, but let's talk about the generational curse of sex. And I want to, one of the generational curses I work on breaking every day is living my best sexual life because I'm just a better person yes. when I'm satisfied versus holding all this energy in. Yes. I promise you an orgasm could, is the cure to world peace. I know it is. Girl. <laughs> I know it is. Because I promise you, if you if they was catching 36 nuts, ain't nobody shooting up no school after. Ain't nobody shooting up no school. 
It ain't have who the want to go to war when I finally get to go to sex club. I get to have this orgy. I get to right? have two girlfriends. I ain't angry no more, yo. I right? like, oh, oh, let's just shit. live, you know. Let's just live. <laughs> okay. I, I wish they could just put orgasms in a cannon and shoot it instead. And it's Absolutely. like, oh, I'm okay now. It's just, right? You're just what if you had a better. choice? Pick, pick up some pussy or pick up a gun. Definitely. Come on now. Right? <laughs> Come on now. Oh, my goodness me. So um, one of the videos on your page, um, you were talking about the entirety, pleasing the entirety of the pussy and the correlation between the way that uh, the male genitals have developed and the female ven- uh, genitals have developed. Because I think that people don't realize that there's a connection between those two things because inherently we are all born as women, we get the extra chromosome to become boys. Um, but when you look at the way that the, vag- uh, the vagina develops versus the way the penis develops, they, they're quite similar. Um, yes, so I know so. that, right. So the clit is essentially the head, the dickhead, and all the other parts of it. But one of the things that you had touched on is also not just solely focusing on the clit, but paying attention to the whole pussy because the whole pussy is the entire thing. Like the clit doesn't just stop at the little tiny nub, the little boy, the man in the boat. It's the entire thing. Can you touch on that a little bit more for the listeners? For sure. So the clitoris is just much larger than we think. And the the way and what, what AJ is talking to is... when it comes to the penis it grows outside of the body and for the women it grows inside so you see that tip um but women have a, a for lack of better words a shaft you know but it's really the bulbs of their clitoris but it grows internally yes so you can't see it with the naked eye and the thing is everybody because men you can see a lot of things with the naked eye everyone just acts like with women it's the same thing it's not And if people would acknowledge that fact, then we could actually get somewhere. Mm -hmm. But nobody's teaching that, that the rest of the pleasure organ for women grows inside of their body. And so they feel like, oh, when I do this lit, lit, lit to the clit, that should be enough because look at that little small area. It only needs a small amount of this. That's not true. Just because you can't see all of mine doesn't mean that it's not there. And nobody is saying that. So now nobody is being held accountable for that. Because at the end of the day, if you were sucking a dick and you only sucked the tip, he'd be looking at you crazy. But that's how I'm looking at you crazy when you just give the tip of my clit just some, just that. Also, we need to explore the vulva and Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. understanding that the vagina is only the inside where the dick goes in. That's the vagina. The vulva, though, is everything else, the clitoris, the lips, all that, that entire area. And there are different areas, levels of sensitivity. Also, we don't experiment, okay? Even women. I'm a person that I I realize that my lips are not as sensitive as I I thought they would be, you know, things like that in different types of sensation. A tongue, more stimulating than a toy when it comes to the lips for me. But also, different levels of your arousal process will change. So maybe you start with the lips first, and it's like... I mean, why are you doing that? It's not really giving me sexual pleasure. It may feel good, but it's yeah. not doing anything. But guess what? The more aroused you get, go back, revisit those lips and yes. see if it feels different then. Yes. A lot of times people are just so used to like, well, this is what happens. So this is how it is. No, it changes all the time. Like 
It's just like a fit test. When you do a fit test, your your results may be different every day. Yes. You, you know, like we just saw the Olympics. People got different times. That's why they have you do it three or yes. four times. So you can get an average. Your body is the same way. Just because it, it was aroused by something the first time doesn't mean it's not going to be aroused later. And so um, there's just not enough research about the female body that has been made public. And also no one cares mm. if, if women's mm. orgasm is not needed to procreate. Right. To make babies. So right. therefore, science has almost made it seem like we don't matter. Right. There has been no oh, reason. Right. There's right. so much more research on men because it's needed to make more people. Yes. You know? Yes. And so, um, yeah, it, it grows to the inside. And so I think that when people understand that arousal is nothing more than blood flow to the genitals, and I tell you that the rest of my genitals are inside of my body, mm-hmm. it's better to use a timetable to know for sure you're doing it right than to say, oh, I did this. It should work. Because right. with men, you can see it on the visible eye yes. if they're aroused. Absolutely. But for me, you can't always see that because sometimes it's inside. So me telling people, hey, use this time frame helps. But also men think that, oh, well, I don't need that much time. Sometimes, yes, y'all do. <laughs> sometimes they do because they, yes. they want to put the dick in when they're hard and then they get started and they can't keep it hard. Mm-hmm. Because you need it to be aroused for longer too, mm-hmm. you know? So... We're more alike than we think. The difference is that neither one of us trusts each other. It's kind of like sex between men and women is like that little experiment where on one side it has a six and on the other side of the sign it has a nine. Nine. And you make people look and you say, what do you see? And they're like, it's a nine. No, it's a six. Six. No, you can both be right. Yes. But we're so determined. We're so focused on being right that we're not open to, we may not know it all. Yes. You're right. There is a six on this side. But that doesn't mean that it's not a nine on that side either. Sure. And and we have to just, we're so aggressive with wanting to be right that we're just not willing to take in more knowledge because we're so embarrassed. And the, the world has made sex this thing where it's like, you got to be great at it. But the thing is, the first time you have sex with somebody usually isn't the best time. It's like the third or fourth time because now you yes. know more. Yes. So social media and the world and and music and videos they're they're not and and that's the importance of being an intimacy coordinator making sure that we are being responsible like these even these music videos i just imagine what if they brought in me as an intimacy coordinator right brought in me versus every like even in movies when y'all even have movies y'all show three seconds of stroking and then she's coming this is why you you're 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 being watched by the masses and you're telling them one thing and since we have no sexual education everybody is believing you yeah everybody is believing you and you're wrong you're not you're you're misinforming you're misleading and not even adding in just like when you watch Law and Order, they say yeah. this does not reflect Reflects. a real. Right. That's what they need to be putting in these music videos. This does not reflect, you know, in porn. This does not reflect how coochie really worked. That would just, it would be so much nicer. Yes. You know, they need to put that Law and Order uh, like a warning on, on yes, yeah. because yeah. it's just not true. Yeah. And even like you were saying, uh, <clears throat> the go-to, <clears throat> excuse me, for a lot of people when or young people especially when they're learning about sex is going to porn even adults you know their go-to for learning about sex is going to porn the porn doesn't show you the leg cramps the farting i gotta stop and take a pee break you know what i mean like i need some water let me grab a towel because i'm sweating like a hog like it doesn't show you all the mishaps and the things that actually happen during intimacy it just gives you the edited version where it's dick 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 
lick, 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 slap, 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 and somebody's coming or a couple of people are coming and, and there's water and squirt and come everywhere. It doesn't show you those moments where his dick may go soft because he's not completely aroused and the fluffer has to come from the back to jerk him off or suck him off to get him parting. They don't show you all those in-between things. And so like right. you said, like there's imperfections to intimacy, which make it perfect that they don't show. What they just yeah. show you is the perfection. What they need to be showing you is those moments in between. Like you said, the disclaimers that this does not reflect the real way that sex actually happens. And um, they're never going to, they're never going to. It doesn't sell. Well, it's, it, it doesn't sell and that's okay, but that isn't even the biggest issue. The biggest issue is that because partners keep faking mm. their, their orgasms and their fulfillment, why would your partner think they're doing anything wrong if you told them you just won? Why would I not, right. why would I believe you? You know? Right. Like, it's my kid has a fish, right? And he keeps yeah. trying to feed the fish a thousand pellets. But guess what? If he did that, I would have to get a new fish every time. Right. He would never stop doing that if he never thought the fish died. Right. You know? Right. You have to give him the real and let him know that. You but you're not. It. And, and, yeah. and, you're, and then you're complaining to your homegirls about how the sex is bad. But how would they know that? Right. And it's making it that harder to convince them because you keep lying. So they're like, I ain't never had a complaint. Well. Is it that you never had a complaint or they just. Or had they all faked it? And I just had this conversation with somebody and asking him like, you know, have you ever had an embarrassing moment or have you ever had like an issue with sex? And he's like, no, like everybody I've fucked has always been great. Never had a complaint. I'm like. Is it that you've never had a complaint or they just didn't feel comfortable to come to you and say, like with this me and him? even a complaint. Like we even, the fact that we even call it a complaint is right. why people don't But that's wanna, what they take it as. They take know? it as a knock yeah. against their, their ego. They take it as a dig against their ability and their performance. And it shouldn't be that way. If you want to have great sex, if you want to have good sex, if you want to have better sex, if you want to stop faking it, you have to say something. Like you said, you have yeah. to speak up for yourself. You know what I mean? Why would you want to suffer and be with somebody for 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years and have never had an orgasm which i think is the truth of a lot of our like our our, our parents our grandparents the women in the family Same. a lot of them even see right as sex is just being functional because you're supposed to procreate you're not really supposed to receive pleasure if the man comes and he's received pleasure and you get pregnant then that's the, the be all and the end all nah bitch mm -hmm. that's not it nah. yeah that ain't, that ain't it that's a, that that's a long all. life that's a very long life oh my goodness like I, oh no Tamaya's <laughs> <laughs> like what 15 no. 20 years of no orgasms who the fuck is doing that and a it's lot because of people family, don't want to be lonely and yes but if the thing is a lot of people don't speak up either because it's like well why do i speak up if i don't know what they need to do and that's the important mm. of ma importance of masturbation which is why i'm like god ladies like take my yourself. masturbation recording class let yeah. me teach you everything i know about making yourself orgasm or at least a good starting point. Yes. That way you can give directions when he's inside of you. You know, it yes. doesn't have to be like, stop, don't do that. You could say, oh, farther up, farther up. Yes, yes. that's it. Like that yes. is there. They're like, oh, yes. okay. Now you tell men follow directions. They Great. They way do. better than women do. I don't care what nobody <laughs> says. Like, I don't make blanket statements, but baby, if you men are so... I, I, I love men. I just want to say that I love men and I love the way that they like what you see is what you get. And yes, because they, they are pretty you. honest. You know, yeah. I, I I love men. If you give them directions, you'd yes. be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised, you know. And so if we just take this blame out, try not to think of it as complaining and yes. go in expecting I go in expecting to update the car. Do you even buy yes. most people don't even like base level vehicles. 
They don't want the base model. They want to add their tint to it. Yes. Add some tint to this pussy, okay? <laughs> when you get when you get the pussy, when you get when you get the pussy, you coming in here with your base level skills, oh, but you got to know that you got to customize your sex moves for each person. Expect customization. She may want you to to tint her pussy, and I may want you to put rims on the tires. Okay, we all want different things. Okay, okay. Sex is customizable. Okay. Goodness, tint this pussy, baby. That's gonna be the title of this episode, most definitely. Tint this pussy. Add some to the Um, clitoral orgasms. Versus, is there such a thing as a labial orgasm? Like an orgasm from your lips? Yeah, like sucking and licking and stroking the lips versus just the clit. So I see where this is going. Right, so So hold on. Yeah, there's some back I got to give. Go ahead, yeah, give me the whole thing. I've seen uh, a couple of videos where there are women who are like, no, don't fuck around with the rest of the pussy. Don't finger me. Don't do that tongue in my whole shit. Focus on the clit. The clit is it. I don't want you to lick and suck nothing else but the clit. Just that. But then there are some women like myself, like I want you to be attentive to the whole of the pom pom. You know what I mean? Sometimes depending on how aroused I am, you may get the same strength or type of orgasm from looking and sucking on my on the fatter mm-hmm. lips as you do with the clit. And so I've, I've, I've tried to impart this wisdom on people, but sometimes they don't hear. So somebody come with the good talk to them. Okay. Can you have a labial orgasm? So let me talk about orgasms. So there are so many types, maybe like 11 to 13 are actually recognized in books. Okay. But the thing that I've learned or the way that I've interpreted or either thought about it to have success in my own sex life is the place, the the type of orgasm is generally named because of the place where you were giving stimulation. Yes. That doesn't mean it's not a clitoral orgasm. So Ah. um, I've had different types right so a, like a vaginal orgasm is nothing more than a deeper inner clitoral orgasm because you know your clitoris is actually you know the rest of it yes. is inside of you yes when that's stimulated enough if you're doing it from vaginal stimulation yes. we call that a vaginal no, orgasm no. but it was still what a clitoral orgasm right yes. sometimes you can get a um, stimulation from another part of the body and you may feel it in your clitoris respond when you orgasm. Yes. But so so maybe you're aroused and so someone's sucking on your labia and maybe you had an orgasm. Yes. From that. Technically, yes, you could call that a labia orgasm because that's the area that was being stimulated. But where did you feel that orgasm? Was it still a clitoral right. orgasm? Right. And, and an example of that is nipple stimulation or like, Ooh, you know, your spot. Favorite. You remember? You mm-hmm. remember when people like, where's your spot? Mm-hmm. Your spot is nothing more than an erogenous zone. Yes. And sometimes when you react to an erogenous zone, it can give you a full body orgasm. Yes. Or it's connected to your genitals. Yes. So like if you rub my feet in the right way, I'll feel it in my pussy. Yes. You know? Yes. If you rub, depending, depending on how you rub my nipples, I feel it directly in my pussy. And it's Absolutely. much more distant. You know, it's like more faint. Yes. But that's why it takes longer stimulation because it's so much farther from my clitoris. But yet when you touch it, I feel that feel thing. Right I there. feel my girl jump down mm-hmm. there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you, 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 you feel that, that, that jump down there and it's just like, Oh, yes. that's a spot. Yes. Right. And, and that's why it's very important to, 
to keep exploring because so many parts of our bodies are intertwined. Yes. You know, you got chakras. Yes. Your body is connected. So yes. it's not just your pussy that makes your pussy feel like pussy. It could be where you touch this part of my arm and I can feel it in my pussy or the back of my ears or my nipples or my feet or the small of my back. But guess what? When you touch it, I feel it in my, in pussy. my pussy. Absolutely. But yet we called it a nipple orgasm yes. or I, I can have orgasms from my feet, but guess yes. what? Where did you feel it? Yes. You know? And so, yes, you can have an orgasm from labia stimulation. That doesn't mean that it wasn't a clitoral orgasm, though. My, so, Maya, you are the motherfucking truth. Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, my goodness <laughs> me. Okay. So, we're going to dispel a myth, myth right now. Okay. Squirting. Here we go. We must, don't nobody ever let me leave bringing up squirting. Come on. <laughs> Dispel the myth for us about squirting. People say it's pee. People say that women can't squirt. It's not an actual real. Come, come, Samaya. Get them the good talkings. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> okay, so there, squirting is not. So, okay. Squirting, when you look at the liquid, is a mix of sugar, water, and sometimes, yes, pee. A little bit of urine. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean she peed on you. Peeing is literally releasing your bladder. Yes. That's what peeing is. It, even when you do it, you got to push it out. It don't yes. just, you know what I mean? It's a muscle. Yeah. It, it comes out. Um, but there are different parts of your body that are in it. Even your blood isn't just blood. It's It's blood. It's... You know, like it's all different kinds of things in it. Yes. Squirting is the same way. It's diet lemonade. There's a lot of stuff in it. (laughs) Um, I like that. Which is why we want you to use the bathroom before sex. But guess what? You can use the bathroom before sex and still you'll have a urethra reaction. So squirting not only is not peeing, but it's also not an orgasm. It is a form of ejaculation. Okay. And ejaculation is how your body excretes, you know, liquids. Yes. Okay. It's just one type. It comes from the urethra. And because it comes from the urethra, that's why sometimes it has urine mixed in it. But it's not the same thing. Just like when guys are having sex, they can't pee. It's the same way for women's bodies. If you just got done having sex and you're aroused, it's going to take you forever when you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. Because those are different locks like that's a different gate that was open to let you pee than a different gate that was open for you to ejaculate yes now sometimes the contents mix together Mm -hmm. but it doesn't change that it was not you did not urinate peeing is a flow it's like okay i'm going to pee and it it's a gush. It yep. flows. Yes. It flows. Yes. You know, yes. that's not what it is. Okay. And a lot of people don't are chasing squirting and they don't even know what they're chasing. So mm. again, this is mm. a reason to join the Patreon where we have yes. classes teaching you about ejaculation because a lot of women are also trying to squirt and they're like, oh, I can't squirt, but you are ejaculating just in different types of ways. You just yes. don't know everything. And it's just, it's a lack of knowledge. And anytime someone asks me about the question, I just start from the beginning. You know, that's not an orgasm, right? Like mm. it's not, sometimes mm-hmm. it, it can accompany an orgasm, but squirting does not mean someone had an orgasm. It may feel good. It may, yes. cause you know, it's refreshing. It's hot, yeah. you know, so a little splash, you know, Ooh. a little mist during sex, you know, and maybe it's your kink, you know, and maybe something yes. you're super attracted to and all of those things are fine. But again, squirting is not necessarily an orgasm. So 
I that's why another reason I love the masturbation and squirting class. Not only do yes. I teach you, um, you know, how to pleasure yourself, I teach you how to squirt because you have to do it. It's just easier to get better sex with a partner if you yes. start with yourself first. Absolutely. Um, so as you're saying that, uh, one of the last questions I'm going to ask you in relation to this, but I'm going to put you in the hot seat. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions after, but masturbation, <laughs> um, just quick. What are the, the absolute benefits of masturbation solo and mutual masturbation? So kind of both, to be honest. Okay. Um, it's definitely stress and tension relief, which is one of my favorite ones. Um, a lot of times how we feel before we have an orgasm and how we feel after are different. And that's why a lot of people regret sex because they're like, I wanted to have sex then and I didn't. Honestly, start masturbating before you call that person that you know you don't want to call and see how you feel. Sometimes you just need a release. And don't be ashamed by release. That's why wet dreams happen. That's why people have or, um, sleep orgasms because your body has to release it at some point. So um, also, it's nice to get a win. Sometimes with another partner, you don't, during penetration sex, you don't always get that orgasm that you're yes. looking for. Mutual masturbation helps open the door and take some pressure off and say, okay, we, I know how to give myself an orgasm for sure. You know how to give yourself an orgasm or I know that this toy works, so you using it on me. Because guess what? Whoever gives the orgasm can claim the orgasm. Whether you use your penis, okay. whether you use a toy, whether you use your fingers, whether you use your mouth, you made me come. Yes. You know? Yes. And so sometimes people need that ego boost to know I made you come, you know? Yeah. Because we're going to be on the same team afterwards. If if we're trying to have sex and it, I'm not coming, but you use a toy on me and I'm still giving you the reactions. I'm still yes. touching on your neck and touching on your body. And, yes. and you're getting aroused by it. Now you may be hard as hell. And then we have sex right <laughs> after that. Like it's a great way to connect. And also if I can masturbate in front, and it's so hard to come in front of somebody, even somebody yes. you want to come in front of when you're yes. masturbating, it opens the door for us to talk about anything because now if I can do that and actually masturbate in front of you, watch those weird faces I make, watch my ass (laughs) tighten up, all of that, I'm releasing a lot of shame and I'm trusting you more, you know? Um, And also I want, if the the best orgasms I ever had have been from myself, I want to teach you how to do that. So it's a great learning way. So you got stress relief, more connection, um, releasing of shame and I'm teaching you how to do it my way. Like, I just, I don't hear a miss at all, you know? Absolutely. And there are some orgasms that just, dick don't reach everything. Dick don't reach everything. I know that TV tells us, oh, dick should be enough. That's, the bo- the female body can orgasm in so many different ways. And some of those aren't even reached with a penis. So mm-hmm. what is the problem with trying different things? Yeah. You know, I tell people some of the most intense orgasms I have don't involve penetration a person at all or a person in any way mm-hmm. shape or form no, at all. just meet myself and I is hey, all I got in hey, me hey, while hey, I orgasm hey. <laughs> <laughs> big up yourself tunes tunes look here oh my goodness okay so we're gonna do a set of rapid fire questions or 10 questions you don't have time to think they're really simple not necessarily related to anything okay, okay. Favorite, favorite Disney villain Damn, I don't like the villains. Who I like? Oh, oh, oh. Um, what's his name on Black Panther? Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan played him. I, you know what? I know who you're talking about. I want to say T'Challa, but T'Challa is the king. But no, I know who T'Challa's you're talking about. A good one. 
And the other guy, yes. Whoever yes, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Okay, okay. What was his name? Goodness. But, hey, that's on Disney Plus, so I think that counts. It does count. <laughs> okay, so you have a Saturday to yourself. Stay in bed or go out on the town? Definitely stay in the house. I ain't going to say stay in bed, but I'm going to stay in the house for sure. Okay. What is your ideal date night? Talking, minimal decision making for me because I'm very indecisive. Um, I like outside, but I love to eat oh. and I love to drink. So I, I, I just love a, a situation that um, creates conversation, a lot of like intimate conversation. And because it feels like it's all foreplay build up, like, you know, yes. I, I love some conversation or something super exciting. So like getting okay. on the river or, you know, oh. doing an adventure or something like that. Okay. Sucking dick. And you can only p- pick one technique. Hold and stroke or freehand all throat? Hold and stroke. Okay. You're building a pussy palace, but you can only include four things. What four things would you have in your pussy palace? A pussy palace. Mm-hmm. It's a pussy palace. Like the, how they have a man cave, but it's oh. a pussy palace. Yes. Mm-hmm. What four things would you put in your pussy palace? A bar. Oh, okay. A bar. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely some toys. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some sex toys. A very comfortable chair. Very comfortable chair and music. Okay. Okay. If you could have a meal with any four people living or who have passed on, who would you break bread with? Um, Big Crit. Okay. I'll give you a minute. (laughs) Big Crit and then... My main partner and and ideally in a world um another partner of sorts, whether that be a couple or a single, but I would love to I would love to have a dinner party with my with partners. Like I just I love village and I love yes. um I always have this daydream that one day I'm gonna have multiple partners and they're gonna plan a surprise for me. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Like, it's just, it's this daydream that I have. Like, I don't know. It just, it won't go away. Like, if you're dating multiple people, you guys should have each other's number or at least know how to contact each other. And I would love to be dating some guys and they're like, you know, hey, we want to cook for Samaya tonight. And hey, you want to drink, you want a dessert, I'm on the food. And and they cater to me and don't feel intimidated. I don't have to not kiss one. I can kiss them all or hug them all. Like, that's really a, a... a, a thing for me like village and being myself and being like being supported in that like that yeah. is a dream come true for me Ooh, so Maya, I might have to file that dream in my head because I like that yeah. <laughs> be on the lookout like, my book is coming like, out it will like be full of nastiness okay. everybody be on the lookout it will be full of nastiness <laughs> okay what was your very first tattoo um, I got, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, I think I got some Chinese symbols that say beautiful and queen. I don't know if it's a turkey and rice. I don't, I don't know. I, I looked it up. I, I don't know what the hell it say, but it's, if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you it's a beautiful queen because that was supposed to be, it was right here on left, you know, that left I, hip. Minor on, right on my yep. lower back. 
Peace, love, yep, and happiness. Place, <laughs> yep, a great place for me to hide it from my parents. It was great. It was great. Oh my gosh. If you could only pick one, dildo or vibrator? Vibrator. Okay, okay. And <laughs> last question, spit, swallow, or combo? Spit. Everybody's stuff don't taste good. I, I, I swear, I, hmm. I, 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 there is like one to two people in the world that like I never had to think about if I was to swallow, but yes. because it's it's a mind thing. I don't mind swallowing. I can do it, but at the same time, not how is it going to taste? Mm-hmm. Like, how is it going to taste? Mm-hmm. I, I felt Sam Samantha on Sex in the City she, when she was like, "Oh, he got some nasty spunk," and told mm-hmm. him to taste it because like everybody talking about swallowing it, but you you literally swallowing something that tastes like melted earwax, like. <laughs> Sorry, yes, and then, like, what are you talking about? You swallow it. No, you swallow it. <laughs> what the hell is you talking about? <laughs> you got me messed up. But that's what I'm saying. It's like a completely different topic, but like with women, like me, I know, like, I smell and taste myself so that I know what I smell and taste. Absolutely. Like. You know what I mean? Guys don't do that. And they just feel like, oh, you know, you should be able to swallow it. No, your shit doesn't. You're talking about good. something that you don't know. Like, you see me putting my fingers down there, and when you done me licking all on it, I don't see you doing that. Exactly. A lot of men don't even eat you out. Or if they nutting you, they don't even eat you out afterwards. Like, like, because you know it tastes nasty too. What you mean? Like, But for the ladies, for your pH, I sell a feminine wash and oil that I live by. And that's another reason that I'm so cocky about the swallowing thing. Like, because I know what I taste like. And I taste like light pussy or nothing. Pussy yes. is supposed to taste like pussy. Pussy is supposed yes. to smell like pussy. It's not supposed to yes. smell and taste like a whole bunch of ugh, at all. Fruit and everything necessarily like you're Welch's, not gonna taste Welch's like strawberry shortcake, right? <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not realistic. I, no. I tell people all the time like a light, faint water taste. Or, yes, and the taste and the sweetness are two different things. So yes. you really got to watch what you put in your mouth. But yes. Yeah. Yes. So Maya, thank you so much. Big up your blood clot self. It was an absolute pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Tell everybody where they can find you, what things you have coming up. I know you just did uh, Exotica, but what events you have coming up, your book, where they can find you on Patreon. Hi, hi, mom. Tell everybody everything. (laughs) All the things. Everything. All the things now. So again, my name is Samaya. I'm the owner of Sexual Essentials. My website is thesexualessentials.com. And the easiest way to find me and just interact is Instagram at sexualessentials, all one word. The link in my bio has my Patreon. It has my classes. Um, Also, you know, AJ, if you want to let people know. Absolutely. All the master classes are 50% off today. Okay. Um, so they're normally a hundred dollars a piece. So I tell people, please go save you some money. The master classes are my dick writing class, my mouth master class, and my masturbation and squirting class. All the rest of my teachings are on Patreon. So um, the master classes are just much longer and detailed. So those are separate. Um, and yes, I'm in the midst this winter writing an erotic novel. And so look for that next year. It will be coming out. Um, I'll be teaching at Exotica DC in December. Um, just always watch my Instagram page. That's where I post where I'll be next. But generally I go where I'm booked. So, um, these interviews and things are kind of what deep, you know, decides what my travel schedule is going to be. And I just, I post them when it's coming up, do meet and greets, um, things like that. So. 
Yeah. You are the motherfucking truth. I know I said it before. Big up your blood clot self. You are the motherfucking truth. Samaya. Pum Pum Posse. This has been the Pum Pum Chronicles. I'm not even going to do my outro like how I do my outro because I'm here grinning off my face like how I'm so happy right now. Yeah, then I'm going to go <laughs> masturbate when this episode is done. Most definitely. Good for you, girl. Masturbate to your success. Good for you. Thank Woo. you so much for the opportunity. And Thank I will you. talk to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Samaya. I appreciate you. All right. It's you money, ain't it funny, bitch? <laughs> For sure. Christian Dio on my feet. Shoes 500 a piece. These bitches ain't cheap. See me in public, they turn out to speak. These niggas be weak. I'm a wolf and they sheep. Talk to the windows when I'm about to creep. I'm on my shit, I ain't missing a beat. She ain't a hoe, but she freaky for me. <laughs> She freaky for me, feel like a butterfly, stand like a bee huh. Like Muhammad Ali, niggas be talking that extra than me What you spelling to me, I ain't a killer to be Still ain't met a nigga fresher than me Still ain't heard a nigga better than me She know she ain't gon' find that nigga that beat that pussy redder than me Ooh, redder than me I pull off just like vroom Everybody know that boy Q got that juice She wanna fuck, she keep sending me news I fuck the face, now she gotta lose two <laughs> She gotta lose two Bitch, I might go pull up to my old school Just to go stun on my principal Ten bands on my physical You for a nigga be miserable Hop out the coop and I hang out the roof Middle finger up, I ain't fucking with you I get that money, then I act a fool Take 30k and go sit by the pool I swear this money be changing my mood All of my bitches be saying I'm rude If you don't listen, then you get the boo <laughs> Bitch, you get the boo Oh, 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 shoot <laughs> You know it's cute Still ain't met a nigga fresher than me Still ain't heard a nigga better than me She know she ain't gon' find that nigga That beat that pussy redder than me Thank you.